What's going on guys? Welcome back to Gangrene Talk. I'm your host, Nick Monjovi. Uh it's been a minute. It's been it's been probably two weeks uh since my last upload. Had to take a little bit of a break, but we're back. Um this is gonna we're gonna get back to the regular schedule once a week, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, depending on when I have time to record. But Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, once a week, every week is what it's gonna be from here on out. Uh we got a new segment today. Uh, I'll get into that later, but there's a few things to, to look over. Uh, let's start with OTAs. Uh, they started a few weeks ago, um, and the, uh, th- two days ago, sorry, yesterday, uh, they started 7-on-7s. Seven seven. A little bit of a uh, walkthrough on 11-on-11, 11 11, but with the 7-on-7s, seven um, I believe Zach looked okay. Defense looked phenomenal, like literally kicked the shit out of the offense on the first drive. A lot of drops from our receivers, which doesn't help, but when you have a lot more talent on the defensive side of the ball, I mean, it's going to kick the shit out of the offense, especially with a lot of new pieces ahead to that offense. Um, uh, big words from uh, Jordan Whitehead and DJ Reed and Sauce, uh, they're all saying... The secondary can be really, really good. Be one of the best in the league. Um, looks like that that sauce addition is going to be crazy. DJ Reed is a better corner than we think he actually is. Um, he has one of the lowest like reception percentages against in the league, which is crazy. He's like two in that category, which is insane. Uh, so if we have him as a legitimate one, and then Sauce as now on the other side, hopefully being a one, sometime during this year, that's gonna be nuts. Um, yeah, I know Bryce Hall is corner Salah's working his ass off trying to keep his job, and Salah also said he's not gonna give no more corner right to Sauce. Like he he he's gotta play for it. He's gotta work for it. He's not gonna like nothing's just handed out. That's not that's not what they're about. So I like that a lot. Uh, he's gonna have guys work for their positions, which is huge. Um, but yeah, that's all we really know about OTAs. Zach's not struggling, and if everyone, if anyone out there is worried about him, I saw something. I saw some few people in my comment sections on Instagram, gangreen.capital. If you haven't followed me already, go follow me over there. Um, they're 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 a little concerned about Zach and. Again, it's June second. It's not even training camp yet. Makai is not even here yet. There's some like I know Ozama was on the bike for seven on seven. He with he didn't he didn't even participate. But some good signs I've seen is that progression has is his uh like going through his reads has been quicker. He's more decisive when he's out there, which is huge. Um and he's making just a lot of good reads, so that's good to see. Um, yeah, I mean, Jets got a. I mean, they have a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of things to. Um, so what I'm looking for. Improve, especially defensively and offensively. Offense got better towards the end of the year. Michael Floor came out the other day and said, look, they was asked, like, oh, do we have too many weapons? Like, 
And he goes, well, there's only one Glenn. Are you afraid Zad's not going to be able to spread the ball around? Well, look, we have having a lot of weapons is a good problem to have. And yes, there's only one ball to be thrown. But that, that's a really good problem to have. Having too many weapons is not a problem at all. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy that they think that we have too many weapons with Brees Hall, Michael Carter, Den, uh, sorry, Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, Brett Smears, hopefully Denzel Mims, who I'll get to in a second. I mean, Uzama, Conklin, Ruckert. I mean, that's, that's a lot of weapons. Hopefully they all pan out, you know? Going over Denzel Mims, he's told to, I've been told, well, I, not me, but I've seen from Salah what he said is, He's in phenomenal shape. He's working on the things that they told him to work on, like like ball skills and one on one, like fifty balls deep downfield. Like they told him to work on that, and it's proven that he's shown that he's worked on those things. Uh, so far, I mean, from what they've seen, that I mean, he's worked hard, which is huge. Um, he kind of lacked that a little bit last year. He was he, he didn't work as hard, and it was obvious. I mean, he was he was a little lazy, but he also dealt with some injuries that Salah talked about, which is always annoying to deal with for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, if Denzel Mims can be that guy, dude, especially by the end of the year, maybe the Jets can move on from Corey Davis and really just. Get out of that contract. It's not a great contract. It's really not. So I, I think they're hoping Denzel Mims is that guy. So by the end of the year, Wilson's our one. Elijah Moore's our two, which is a very good two, but probably a one. Mims and Berrios, and then get out of that Corey Davis contract, even if it's just trade him for nothing, a fourth-round pick, whatever it is. You got to get out of a contract, especially if Mims is, is, is a dog. It's a good thing to be. It's a good situation to be in. Uh, Sauce, number one. Wilson, Garrett Wilson, number 17. Jermaine Johnson, going to be number 11. Mims, number 15. Brees Hall, number 20. I'm sure you guys know that already, but I wrote these notes a couple weeks ago, so I'm a little late to this. Uh, covering things that have probably been talked about already from multiple people, but like I said, I'm a little late. haven't uploaded in a little bit, but we're getting back into it. Um, Dion... Uh, Deion Jones, if he gets cut, I believe the Jets are rumored to be interested. They are going to be interested in anybody that caliber, that type caliber of a player. Um, what our defensive coordinator Jeff Ulbrich, when he was the defensive coordinator, I'm sorry, when he was the linebackers coach of the Falcons from 2016 to 2019, Deion Jones was named to his first Pro Bowl. I believe he was an All Pro as well during one of those years. So bringing him back in, having Mosley, him, Quincy, that's a really good three linebacker group there. Then you got Nashville Dean and Sherwood, and it's a whole lot of good speedy linebackers to have, especially with Dion. Oh, adding Dion would really just complete the defense. They were never able to grab that other linebacker that they needed. It is what it is. It's not a terrible need. It's not a terrible need. It is what it is. But I'm happy that if Deion Jones gets cut, man, oh, man, if they scoop him, that would be crazy. Uh, Jesse Bates, rumored to possibly be traded. Um, he wants to get a contract from, from the Bengals, but the Bengals don't want to pay him too much. And I don't think they have to pay him just yet, but he wants the money. 
doesn't look like I mean if if they if they don't reach if they don't come to an agreement it's a possibility that he gets dealt um and I know their team ready to win now so they're not going to look for draft picks and we don't have much talent to give them in in return but then again it's a safety it would probably be Ashton Davis on a pick or something. Or so. I, I mean, that's what I would do. I can't really see it being anything else. They don't need receivers, running backs, line. They like. They don't want any of that. Maybe defense. Maybe throw them a nose tackle like Sheldon Rankins or something like that. Solomon Thomas. I don't really want to give him up, but I mean, it's definitely not a bad idea there. Uh, Jets will have joint practices with the Falcons before the preseason game. That's something cool to do uh, before the preseason game this year. Uh, Jets are reaching agreement with Sauce, Wilson, Jermaine, and Ruckert. Uh, huge, huge deals to get done. Brees Hall has not reached his contract yet, but I'm sure they will come to a deal soon. Um, I've seen over the past couple of weeks, it's a possibility, a lot of people are saying that the year could possibly be over for the Jets come week 9, which is the bye week, week 10, whatever it is, week 10, the bye week, they got a lot of good teams they got to face, it's a possibility, some people are saying 0-9, 1-8, the first 9, that would be ridiculous, let's go over the first 9, Ravens at home, Browns on the road, Bengals at home, Steelers on the road, Miami at home, in Green Bay, in Denver, at home against the Patriots, at home against the Bills. It's it's definitely very difficult. I'll tell you that. 1-8, and 0-9, oh I don't think so. I think Jets may, may surprise people week one. If not win that game, I think they'll make it close. Week two against the Browns, I think they'll win that one. So let's say they lose against the Ravens week one. I think they'll beat the Browns week two. I think they'll beat the Bengals week... Mm, I think they'll beat the Bengals week three. I don't think they're going to be that good. I think they'll lose to the Steelers on the road in Pittsburgh. Not a tough place to play. So they're 2-2. Two two. Dolphins at home win 3-2. In Green Bay, 3-3. Three three. In Denver, 3-4. Three at home against New England, 4-4. Four four. At home against Buffalo, 4-5. Let's say they're 4-5 by the way. By the bye week. Best case scenario. Great. That's the bye week. Have two weeks to prepare for New England. I still think they're going to lose 4-6. and six. At home against the Bears, five and six, on the road in Minnesota. Eh, give it to him. Six and six and six. Sorry, it's a stroke. On the road in Buffalo, six and seven. They're not ready to beat them once yet. I don't think. I mean, they play them tough all all all, all the time. But I don't know if they're ready to do that yet. Um, at home against Detroit, seven and six. Seven and seven. Sorry, sorry. Um, at home against Jacksonville, eight and seven. On the road in Seattle, nine and seven. On the road in Miami, week eighteen, nine and eight. I believe they'll lose that game. Nine and eight is how I think they'll finish. A lot of people are saying zero oh and eight, one and eight, two and seven by the bye week. I don't think that's going to happen. Of course, barring no injuries. But is it possible? Yes. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. But, I mean, I want to count it out. I mean, at the end of the day, it is the New York Jets. But, hey, you never know.
I saw this question asked on Matt O'Leary's podcast, Just Jets. Um, it was, whose streak will come to an end first? Brees Hall's touchdown streak of 20-something games straight? Hold on, let me look. I posted about it on 23 games straight with a touchdown. Or, Sauce's no touch, no, no touchdowns given up streak, which was all his entire college career. Personally, I think Brees Hall's in, in first good run defense in Baltimore and in Cleveland to start the year. Um, I think I don't think he's gonna score week one. Uh, I think I, and I don't think anyone can really burn sauce on. Baltimore, at least as of right now, there's not because Marquise Brown's on the team. Their number one right now is Devin Duvernay, and then their tight end, Mark Andrews. But Sauce isn't going to be guarding Mark Andrews, so that's not, not something he's got to worry about. Um, I think Brees Halls is going to end first, but hey, you never know. Um, also, a New York Post article came out and said, Will Zach Wilson be better than Matt Jones by the end of the year? Now, I watched Matt O'Leary talk about this. this. is where I saw it. And honestly, I'm going to date something he said. And I 100% agree. That's why I'm saying it. Why is he Why is he being compared to Matt Jones? Why is that the limit? Why, why, why is that like the ceiling? I'm like, why has he got to be compared to Matt Jones? Matt Jones is not top 12. He's not top 16. He's not top 20. Maybe he's top 20, but he's 20. Nothing more than that. He's not that good. I, I sure hope so that he's better than than Matt Jones by the end of the year. He's only being compared to him because he's taken more than 10 pits later, and he's in the same division, so he's got to play him twice a year. That's it. That's the only reason why. I sure hope so he's, that he's going to be better than Matt Jones. I think he's more talented than Matt. Still, he's got better arm talent. He's just, the decision-making's not the same. I mean, Matt Jones was really set up to succeed last year. Phenomenal defense. Didn't have to score that much, but they scored a decent amount. Um, had an incredible run game, incredible offensive line. Okay weapons, not the best. They didn't really add much in that department either. Lost some offensive linemen. Run game still the same. Defense lost J.C. Jackson, but, you know, Bill always figures it out on defense. Zach, he gained uh, weapons on offense. He got His defense got better. His run game got better. His offensive line got better. I mean, in the beginning of the year, for the first, let's say, half, up until probably Thanksgiving, we're probably not going to see much of a drastic change, like Zach being better than Mac. Honestly, that's a little too far. Let's say first, up until the bye week, first nine weeks. I think we're going to be like, hey, Mac Jones is better than Zach right now. I don't care. I don't want Mac Jones to be the guy that Zach is chasing. I want top 10. I want him to be his own guy. I want him to really just blossom into his own player. I don't think that's too much to ask for. I really don't think it is. I, I, don't, I don't understand why he's got to be the guy that he's chasing. Well, that's just me. Uh, Corny Williams. Contract situation. He's not ready to get signed yet. Which is huge. He's playing his fourth year this year. So he's got this year and next year's a fifth year option that he's going to play on. 
We don't have to pay him for another two years. So people asking him about his contract is ridiculous. We don't have to pay him yet. Just slow it down. He's got a lot to prove. A couple injuries. He's coming back. Hopefully he will be healthy this year and play a full season, all 17 games. That would be huge coming from him. Um, we got Carl Lawson back as well, which is going to be massive for that defensive line. John Franklin Myers moves back inside where he belongs. Then we got Jermaine Johnson, who, according to Jeff Ulbrich, is ahead of most rookies he's coached. Um, he's ahead of most rookies mentally, physically, just knowing the NFL, knowing, like studying other players, studying just tape everywhere. He's ahead of most rookies, not players, rookies. And that's huge, especially because a guy that most people weren't sure if he was going to be NFL ready because he only had one good year of play. So, I mean, that's huge that Jeff Olbert saying that he's ahead of his schedule, which is huge to say. So with that being said, let's get to the new segment, Q&A. I asked you guys some questions on my Instagram account. Again, I'm going to plug it because why not? gangreen.capital on Instagram. Um, so yeah, I put up a Q&A at you guys to ask me some questions, Jets related, NFL related for the podcast this week. And, I'll, and I said I'd shout you guys out, which I'm definitely going to do. Let's start with two questions from my brother. Um, I don't care if he, I don't think he'll care if he gets a shout out or not. So Michael Monjovi, if you want to go follow him, go ahead. I mean, no, no guarantee except your follow request. But he asked. First one was Jets did a lot of Jets did a lot to address their needs this off season. Which position groups do you think are their best, and which are which is their worst? Their best. QB room's good. I can't say it's their best because we don't know what's much of what's really Zach yet. I'd say their best position group is definitely the defensive line. Uh, getting Carl Lawson back, having Quinn Williams, John Franklin Myers moving inside, Jermaine Johnson, Solomon Thomas, um, Sheldon Rankins, Bryce Huff. Um, I'm definitely missing guys too. Uh, Jabari Zuniga. They got a lot of really good pieces there. Uh, Obrecht said that they'd only uh, each player on there is only gonna play thirty to thirty-five snaps a game to keep them fresh. So we got a fresh line going after the quarterback. I think that's definitely our best. Our worst, I would say, is, uh, either hmm, safety is not good because it's Marcus Joyner, Whitehead, and then Ashton Davis. It could be better for sure. Corner improved. Receiver improved, the line improved, tight end improved. Tight end's probably one of our strongest, for sure. Um, I, I'm gonna go with safety or um, linebacker's not great. I'll go with safety or linebacker just for like the lack of lack of lack of depth at that position at those two uh, positions. Like I said, it's only Joiner, Pin Pinnock, and Elijah Riley and Ashton Davis and Whitehead like. Maybe with the lack of depth at safety, but it's like the talent's like really not there. And I think, I mean, safety, the talent at safety is becoming less and less important, like especially now. Um, I don't think it's that big of a deal. But I mean, if 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 they can snag a safety somehow, if Jesse Bates comes available and we can somehow wow him with a trade, I mean, go after it. But I'm not in a rush to really get that fixed. 
Um, I mean, Ashton Davis is hard to watch sometimes, but it's not that big of a deal. Linebacker, it's that Mosley, Williams, um, Sherwood, Najaldine. I believe Davis is still here too. It's not, I mean, it's all right. I would say linebacker and safety are two weakest positions. And his second question was, now that they added speed at running back and wide receiver and a bunch of capable tight ends, would you rather see them in empty to spread the ball around or see them run 22 personnel to get to get all of those tight ends on the field? Um, it's a good question. Um, definitely admit to both. I really want to use all three tight ends this year. Uzama, Conklin, and Ruckert. Even throw Kenny Yaboa. Get him in there. Why not, Reno? Um, I, I like the tight end group this year. Conklin had over 500 or 600 yards at the position last year, which is nothing to bat an eye at at all. Uzama was a huge part of that offensive safety blanket for Joe Burrow. Um, and like, like I said, Conklin was great in Minnesota. Ruckert was used more in the run game and the blocking game for Ohio State. But I think he 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 definitely has the ability to catch passes. So I think having all three out there would be really cool and really 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 good. Um, we could also go empty as well, like you said, have Bryce Hall, Carter, have both Bryce Hall, oh sorry, Brees Hall and and Michael Carter out there. Then Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, Braxton Berrios, Denzel Mims, get them all involved. No tight ends. I I think they have a lot of flexibility. Going into this year, I think it's going to make Michael Floor's job a, a lot easier. Especially because last year the offense got better towards the end of the year. After Zach came back from the injury, saw things were starting to click a little bit. And Elijah Moore and Corey Davis weren't really there. It was really just Bratson Berrios and Keelan Cole. And like guys that weren't good like Vincent Smith. Like So I think with all these, like adding the speed to running back and receiver... It's going to be interesting to see what they do if they run spread. I'm sorry, empty or 22 personnel. I, th I think it's a, that's a very good question, Mike. Um, I, but I think it's going to make their job a lot easier. Being able to basically run all the positions, in the, all, all the formations in the book. And really just kind of do what they want and keep a defense on their toes. Keep them guessing, you know. Next question from Famous. Lock, famous L O Q. Sorry, I can't pronounce your name on Instagram. Thoughts on current free agents? Who should the Jets pursue? Stay away from, if anyone. Current free agents that we, I believe he meant signed this offseason. Um, I like them all. I like all the, the all the additions that we made. Jordan Whitehead, DJ Reed, um, two huge pieces to the secondary that, um, is going to be important. On the on the go forward, for sure. Um, it's a young young defense, and adding those two vets, even though Jordan Whitehead is young like the rest of them, he's been to a Super Bowl, he's been in the playoffs, he played with the most knowledgeable player ever, Tom Brady. So I know it's on the offensive side of the ball, but he knows a lot about the defenses because he's been playing against some really really good ones for years and years and years, and he's been on teams that have had some really goddamn good defenses, and Whitehead's played for some good defensive coaches like Todd Bowles, um, so I think bringing Whitehead in was huge, DJ Reed, um, he started his career in San Francisco, Sala was there when he, when DJ Reed was there, then he went to Seattle, uh, he went to Super Bowl with them, then he went to Seattle, and was a lockup corner, uh, there, 
and now he's with the Jets back with Salah. I think that's going to be huge. Uh, coming from someone and played for someone that, in that, and now that he knows the system, that's going to be huge to teach these young guys. Even though I know Bryce Hall's in his second year, Brandon Eccles, Michael Carter, who's going to be a stud. He's one of the best slot corners in the league right now. I think he's like top ten, which is weird because. We didn't really think he was that good. He's so underrated. I think he can be the best slot corner by the end of the year, which is going to be huge for this defense. But yeah, those two guys, DJ Reed, Jordan Whitehead, are huge. Along with Solomon Thomas, a lot of, um, what's it called? He 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 played for Salah as well in San Francisco, went to the Super Bowl. A lot of guys that are vets. Uh, the, the Douglas brought in a lot of a lot of veterans that have either played for Salah or have played meaningful football in December and January um, and have an attitude of we love football and we want to turn this program around and do whatever it takes to win. Um, I love I love what's up, what uh, Douglas did. Whitehead went to a Super Bowl. He's young. He's only like 25. Huge, huge. DJ Reed went to a Super Bowl with San Francisco. Knows what it takes to win. Yeah, he, he didn't win at all because, you know, like he said, Patrick Mahomes did his thing, but they were up 10 going to the fourth quarter. Um, Solomon Thomas went to a Super Bowl. That's huge. Brought back Vinny Curry. Huge as well. Brought back Joe Flacco, which was huge. Super Bowl, you know. he I mean, bring, as soon as we brought him in, we saw improvements to Zat's game. Um, uh, CJ Uzama just went to the Super Bowl with the Bengals. Tyler Conklin, maybe not, maybe hasn't done much in his career. He's played in probably a playoff game or two, but he's a vet. I mean, he, he's been out here for a while doing doing his thing. Lincoln Tomlinson went to Super Bowl. Did he go with, I believe he went with the Niners when they went. I think he did, but he's a pro Bowl guard, all pro guard. I mean, that, that's really good to have with a young offensive line. Um, so yeah, I really like the free agents that we got. That's a good qu question. Um, who should they pursue? Stay away from, stay away from Odell and Julio and guys like that. I don't think that's needed right now. Um, um, I think if Deion Jones comes available, I talked about it earlier. Definitely go pick him up for sure. Definitely look into him. Um, look at anybody else. Dewan Brown, nah. Gronk, no. J.C. Treader, maybe, but it's not that big of a... I mean, he's... He's been battling knee and ankle injuries. Hasn't really practiced much. Will Fuller, no. I don't really want to touch offensive, uh, the receivers. I don't really want to touch defensive ends. Julio, no. Anthony Barr, no. Justin Houston, no. Sheldon Richardson, no. Sue, no. Kevin King, hell no. Larry Ogunjobi, yeah, I, I think about bringing him in. He's a big body. He's very, he was very good for Cincinnati last year. Dante Hightower, on a one-year, maybe, deal, very, very like like veteran minimum, nothing more. Riley Reef, good, but other than that, no. I mean, there's not really m many guys I go after, but if Deion Jones comes available, yes, and if somehow. Jesse Bates comes available. Go trade for his ass right away. Uh, good question, though. Going on to Coach Ross Monroe on Instagram. Thoughts on Corey Davis? You know, a lot of a lot of Jet fans 
don't like Corey Davis. But, I mean, had a lot of drops this past year. Got hurt. Couldn't stay healthy. But he was on pace for over 900 yards if he it, if it didn't get hurt. And I think that's something. And, 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 and that's a good year. He led the team in touchdowns for a little bit. Um, I I think he's good still. I think he's still got a lot left in the tank. Um, he's going to be a good one-two punch with him. It's me, him and Garrett Wilson, and then Elijah Moore coming out of the slot. I think this team is, has a very, very nice young receiving core. But if Denzel Mims becomes that guy, like I said before, and we can get out of the Corey Davis contract, I wouldn't be opposed. Um, he's making a lot of money, so he's got to fit the drops. He's got to catch a lot more passes this year. Um, but yeah, I like him. I mean, he's a solid route runner. He gets open. He, he, he won't really take the top off, but he's not slow either. Um, I like him. I, I, I personally like him. I think he's still underrated. Um, he's not the top five pick that everyone thought he could have been. When he was drafted by the Titans, but that's okay. I mean, he's he's making decent. He's making a lot of money, but he's got a he's definitely got to fit the drops. That was a huge thing with him last year. Um, the whole team's got to do it. Start catching more passes. Um, got to stop dropping on these balls. It hurts Zach. Hurts his development in confidence for sure. But then again, I like Corey Davis. I think he's gonna have a good year. Um, so yeah, that's Coach. Ross Monroe on Instagram. Good question, uh, Ross. Peter Pinto. My buddy Pete underscore Peter Pinto underscore one. Has two questions. Will Zach Wilson take a Joe Burrow leap this year? It's a big question. Joe Burrow looked really, really good before he tore his ACL in his rookie year. Um, is it possible? Yeah. It's definitely possible. I mean, anything is possible. I mean, we see quarterbacks take huge leaps from year one to year two, and then even a, sometimes even bigger leaps in year two to year three. But some guys don't really progress that much from year one to year two. And then the third year is when they make the huge leap, or sometimes they take it to the fourth year. I mean, every quarterback's different, but the really, really good ones show a lot of progress in after this, uh, the second year, and then show even more progress the most year three. Is it possible? Yeah, I mean, young receiving core, like I said, he's got him a lot of weapons. If the O-line improves enough, I think it's even more possible, even probable, for that matter. Um, it's a hard schedule, though. But, hey, good quarterbacks, it doesn't really matter. I mean, they'll go out and win you games anyway. I just, I just want them to be competitive. I don't want any blowouts anymore. I'm done with that. I want Zach to be in every game. And if he can not lose us a game... And win us some games. I think that's a huge step forward. I'm not, I'm not asking for 12 wins. 10, 10, 11, 12, 13 wins. Or plus, plus 13. I'm asking for 7 to 9. And that's it. 6 is a disappointment. 7. Alright. Would have been happy with 8. But 8 and 9 is the range I want them to be in. And if Zach can get us there. I think that th that's a win. That's a W season for them. I really don't think anything more than that. I mean, if they get more than that, go ahead. I mean, they're going to the playoffs, but that's not going to happen. I can't, I don't see that happening. I mean, that leads us into our next question from Pete. 
are the Jets this year's Bengals. It doesn't happen too often where this happens. I mean, the Niners did it, the Bengals did it. When they go from 4-12, and whatever, 4-13 and to Super Bowl contenders. I don't think we're there. I think a lot of teams, or a lot of people, analysts and everyone, and all the fans, just NFL fans in general, jump in the gun on that. Um, at the end of the day, it's the New York Jets. Um, there's a lot of things with with that with, with this team that just don't go right. I mean, it's I I definitely think this team's heading in the right direction, but I don't think they're going to be this year's Bengals. If a team is going to be this year's Bengals, not counting the Ravens because they came in last, doesn't count. Um, I don't think it's the Jets. It's not the Seahawks. It's not the Panthers. It's not. I'm trying to think of teams that came in last night. The Bears, the Lions, or I mean, do they have the best chance? I I mean, I guess. Do I think it will happen? Probably not. It's a it's a tough division. It's a tough AFC. I don't know if they can get through it. Really, I wouldn't be surprised. But I. It's a tough question, beat. It really is. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. Probably not. Would I be ecstatic? Absolutely. But a lot of things have to go right. Like the Bengals. Almost basically everything went right for them. And they only went 10-7. and seven. Yes, they went to the Super Bowl, but they went 10-7. and seven. They had a rookie of the year, a wide receiver. Elite, elite wide receiver core. Probably the best in the league. Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. Great offensive, uh, great weapon, uh, great great wide receiver core. O line was wasn't good. I think the Jets O line this year will be better than the Bengals was last year. They had Joe Mixon, the lead running back. Can Brees Hall be that good? I don't know. I mean, I his potential is sky high. I mean, I've heard it's possible he can be that good in year one. Do I think it's gonna happen? I don't know. O line's got to play better. Defense um, can't have any injuries. They got to lock up. They got to find a way to gel together. I mean, that Bengals team, a lot of those guys were together for two, three years. We, we're we not really like that right now. The, this is like the it's second year uh, with the offense. That was Zach Taylor's, I believe, third year. I think he had one, I believe he had one bad year without Burrow. And then they got Burrow. And then... He tore his ACL, and then I think they went out there again. I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me on it. But I believe it was... I'll just look it up right now. Um, If I'm wrong, then, I mean, it made sense. Going 4-13. and 13, Um, What's it called? Um, Where is this? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Stop telling me how old he is. I don't care. Um, how long has Zach Taylor coached the Bengals? From 2019 until 2022 season. Okay, yeah, all right. So, so that was his third year. I was right. I was right. Um... Where is this Bengals record? Yeah, that was his third year. 2019, I went 2-14. and 14. That was a bad roster. A really, really bad roster. He was the quarterback's coach with the Rams in 2018. 
when they went 13 and 3 and went to the Super Bowl with Goff. Goff had a good year that year. Um, then he was head coach of the Bengals in 2019. 2 and 14, awful, awful roster. Tanked easily. Got Burrow in 2020 draft. Went 4 11 and 1, but Burrow towards ACL. Then they went 10 and 7 and went to the playoffs, won the Super Bowl, and now here's year 4 in 2022. So, yeah. Do I think it's possible? I don't know. A lot of these guys have been here since the 2019 team. That was terrible. A lot. Of, some of those guys stuck around. Um, now this is it's a hard system to learn. Salah's defense and Lafleur's offense is a hard system to learn. Is it possible? Yeah, Pete. It's definitely possible. Do I think it's gonna happen? No. I mean, I'm hoping for it, but I really don't think it's gonna happen. Good question though. That guy two B underscore ninety seven. Asks, honest opinion on Wilson's rookie season, how do you feel? Honest opinion, non-biased, here we go. First half, game looked too too fast for him. Uh, going through his reads a little slow. If it was off, his off-script play was alright. Just he, t- he took too many shots downfield, which I didn't like at all. But... Hey, there's times to do it and there's times not to do it. And I think he learned that. Um, getting hurt was the best thing for him. Not the injury itself, but sitting behind Mike White and watching. Watching Mike White, watching Joe Flacco. That was huge for him. He sit back and just look at other quarterbacks do what they do. Mike White, he's been in the, year, he's been in the NFL a, long, a decent amount of time. Was he, has he been a starter? No, but he's been in the league. He's been around the league. Joe Flacco. He's been there, done that, won a Super Bowl. He's he's been all, all around it, all around the league. He knows what it takes to win. He knows he knows the 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 ins and outs of quarterback. He knows the little things. He knows the big things. He knows everything. So watching Flacco play a game or two, watching Mike White play a game and a half, not even a game and a quarter, was huge. I think that really helped him get a different grasp of the offense that he wasn't able to get from starting. Seeing other people go through it, he he learned stuff. He asked questions, definitely learned things. Um, comes back from the injury second half of the year, was turnover for a football when he came back. It was interception free, he fumbled one time, but interception free football to end the year. He looked like he was going through his progressions a little easier. He was taking less shots downfield, smarter shots downfield, I should say. Um, we were in the Buccaneer game all the way to the end, the final seconds. Tom Brady beat us again. I mean, it is what it is. Um, I'll take that every time against teams like that when we're not supposed to be beating them yet. He played the Bills kind of very well last year. Well, this, the second time. Played him close, just eventually just couldn't, just didn't have enough talent to go out there and score some more. But he played them well. It was a good game. Um, who else? Even the Eagles put eight, put up eighteen in the first half. Didn't score the rest, of, didn't score the second half. But hey, it is what it is. It was it it it, it was a good showing of first half. Um, I'm trying to think, of the Jaguar game. I had a great game. Yes, the Jaguars, but he was out. 
It was without Elijah Moore and Corey Davis. He only brought some Berrios. I mean, it was a good showing. The Texans, they won that game. 21-14. Yeah, he fumbled. He didn't throw the pick, though. The Saints game was the one. Saints and... Yeah, Saints game was bad. They got blown out 30-9. I mean, that game was horrendous to watch. Um, and the and, and the second Dolph game, lost 31-24. Zach was 170, no touchdowns, 13 completions, 13 for 23. It wasn't the best game. But only had, he only had J-Mo and Barrios. I mean, he, he didn't have any weapons for that game either for most of, the, most of the year. But, I mean, I definitely saw progression. I definitely show, saw flashes, flashes of, of him possibly being great. Being great at the end of the year, doubt it. Being great at the end of year three, possible. I can see him being a top twelve, top ten quarterback by the end of year three, by the middle of year, by the middle to end of year, of, of year three. I can see playoff caliber play by year three, by like the middle to end of year three as well. And I think that's the direction this team is headed in. I I know that's in their sights. I I they were asked if they if they're this year's Bengals if that's like a possibility. Obviously they're gonna say yes, and obviously that's the goal. But I mean we'll see what happens for sure. But I didn't hate the rookie season as much as a lot of people did. A lot of people just didn't think he was that good. But a lot of people were expecting him to have a rookie year like. Burrow before he got hurt and Herbert and that's not gonna happen. It's not. That's too crazy. That all the team isn't talented enough for that to be a possibility. And people gotta get that through their head that that's not gonna happen. He's not throwing the ball to Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and this he doesn't have Austin Eckler and a good old line and a solid tight end Jared Cook. Like he didn't have that. The Joe Burrow's rookie year, he didn't have T uh, so I didn't have T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd and Uzama and Mitz and like he didn't have those type of guys. He had Corey Davis, who's no knock on Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, Braxton Berrios, Jameson Crowder, Michael Carter, Ryan Griffin, Tyler Croft, and a terrible offensive line. That's what he had, and a terrible off and a terrible defense. It was a first year head coach, first year offensive coordinator. First year defensive coordinator, first year quarterback, a whole lot of things. The the fact that he played decently well, I mean, I'll, he he had a decent year. I I definitely want to see the yards go up, I want to see the touchdowns go up, and I want to see the pits stay about thirteen is fine, a little lower is what it is, a, a little lower is ideal. But and to answer your question, I kind of want a little bit of rant there. It was pretty good. I give his I give his rookie year B minus to a B. If I was still making a letter grade, for sure. Nothing much better. But yeah, thanks for the people that submitted questions. Uh, we're going to do this probably every week. It'll probably be a different theme of questions. Uh, I don't want you guys asking the same questions every week, for sure. Um, basically, what's going on in that week will be will probably be the theme. Or if I have a question to really ask you guys, I'll ask you. And I'll ask for your opinion, and then I'll talk about it. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, episode number 21. It's good to be back. We're going to do every Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, whichever day this gets uploaded. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, talk to you guys next week. Peace out.